Your boy's got some wine in his hand, which means it's going to be a fucking awesome episode. Excuse my French. Hello, scallywags. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I have a glass of wine, finally. Finally, 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 we are leaving for Cabo tomorrow, which means if you're watching this now, I'm actually in Cabo. It's Reed's birthday, which means nothing about this trip is going to be calm, collected, relaxing. So I'm kind of just mentally preparing for an absolutely insane seven-day bender that, you know, me and the boys are going to go on, and I don't even want to know how many coronas or tequila shots i'm gonna consume um i had this girl text me last night i was on live if you were there you guys all wanted me to tell you who the girl was well i'm not gonna give you her name because i don't want you guys to go search for her however she randomly texted me i haven't spoken to this girl in three or four years like the timestamp of our last text was literally let me pull it up actually august 4th 2019 August 4th, 2019. Anyways, I was on live and I had my computer next to me and I hear a ding. And obviously I look over and who do I see? It is Mrs. Wonderful, who I again haven't spoken to in the past coming up on four years now. So you guys all saw it because you're all on live and you're like, who are you texting? Who are you texting? So I kind of gave you a little bit of the overview um, long story short, I've never met her in person. Um, we FaceTimed after that. She's actually really cool. They always seem to come back around. And I was like, why did you reach out to me? And she was like, well, I was scrolling through TikTok and I just saw a cute boy. She goes, and I went to DM him, but realized I know who you are and I have your number and we've texted a bunch before. So um, yeah, we were on FaceTime last night for like two hours, um, just kind of catching up. She's very sweet. Not saying I'm going to date or go out with her, but um, she was really cool. And yeah, I'm not giving her her name, but if you guys can find it, then good for you. I, I wouldn't put it past you that you probably could find her. Anyways, let's get into this video, shall we? Oh, before we start, I just want to let you guys know we're on to season three. I'm thinking for this season, I'll obviously throw in my two cents on, you know, life and dating and whatever it may be. However, I feel like you guys need to learn a little bit more about me, a little bit more backstory on Troy, because you guys always hear the same thing. How old are you? I'm 28. Where are you from? Newport Beach. What's your horoscope? Gemini. Like, it's always just the boring questions on TikTok. So I kind of want to give you guys like a little insight breakdown of my years of what I did growing up um, so you guys can have a good understanding of who I am and hopefully connect with me a little on a deeper level, if you will. I don't know. If you if you want to stick around and listen to my stupid fucking stories, then by all means. I feel like I'm a pretty good storyteller because I'm very detail-oriented. However, if you're here just for advice, there's no advice in this video whatsoever, so you can click off respectfully. Now that I got that out of the way, let's get in this fucking video. Season three, baby. Season three, episode one. How I snuck into frat parties. I think that's what this one is. Yeah. How I snuck into frat parties by Frat Boy Troy. First and foremost, we were degenerates back in the day. Like, I know you see a very cool, calm, collected kid. But mind you, that's just maturing. We were absolute degens back in the day. 
and we had fun. I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm not fun anymore. But like whenever I tell my newer friends, I'm just like, you guys have no idea what me and my friend group is even capable of. We used to just tear this place down. And when I say this place, I mean like Los Angeles. We used to get into some shit. Given I've got a ton of stories and I can sit here for hours and hours and hours, honestly, probably days and days and days. Um, I'll just kind of break it down in little segments and, uh, and give you guys some laughs to uh, kind of just enjoy, you know? So if you guys want to drink up with me, again, this is rare that I'm drinking on camera. I know in season one we did it, but season three, and I figured to start the season off right with a nice glass of Shard. So cheers to you guys and everyone that's been supporting. Whoever has subscribed to the channel, whoever has liked the videos, comment on the videos. Thank you so much for still being here. I'm surprised I haven't scared you off yet or bored you to death. And uh, honestly, cheers to season three. As I mentioned before, my friends and I, back in the day, used to absolutely shut, shut down LA. Um, I know everybody says that, but like we knew a lot of people. I don't even know how. We just used all of our connections within the friend group. Mind you, our friend group was like 20 people. Like we had a pretty fat squad. Um, and those were just like our close friends. Obviously, like they have friends and like I have friends. And so, and so when we would go out at night, like we, I remember one time we went to the club and I kid you, no lie, we pulled up with like 35, almost 40 people. Like when my squad went out, like we rolled fucking deep. But this isn't about the club. Tonight is about how my friends and I snuck into frat parties. I think this was. <laughs> what was it 2017 possibly 2018 around that time frame we were living in Westwood and Westwood is right on UCLA's campus and well we took full advantage of that we were young dumb and just wanted to have a good time we didn't have a pot to piss in but every dollar our parents gave us for allowance we probably went and spent on booze yeah, that's just who we were. But I feel like a lot of people do that. Anyways, one night in particular, I'm going to give you kind of a breakdown of what happened, and then we can get into the details. <laughs> we ended up sake bombing with a very large squad of ours, and then we snuck into a frat party during rush week at UCLA. And then after that, my best friend ended up passing out in the middle of Wilshire. And if you don't know what Wilshire is, that is like one of the biggest and busiest streets in Los Angeles and cars were zipping by him. So anyways, here's the story. I don't remember every detail, but I remember most. It was probably a weekend. We all decided, hey, it's rush week at UCLA. Let's go hit it. And when we said, let's just go, we had no plan. We didn't know anybody in any of the frats because we weren't, we weren't at the school yet. We were all in community college at the time, but we were just like, go with the flow kids. We were just like, fuck it. Like, let's just go have a good time. So I think we invited over like a pretty big group of people. I think we had like 15, 16 people over that night. And we're like, hey, let's go to our local sushi spot, which is actually on UCLA's campus. And let's go sake bombing. That was like our big thing. I don't know why. Oh, you know what it is, is we would always get too many complaints at our apartment. So we couldn't pregame there anymore just because we didn't want to get kicked out and have a, uh, an eviction on our, on our record. So we became friends with the manager at this sushi joint in UCLA, in Westwood. 
And I forget his name, but God bless his heart. He got fi- he ended up getting fired a couple months after hanging out with us because the guy was just such a homie. He would just he would see us come in and he'd bring us just free pitchers and free sockies all night. He'd rip sockie bombs with us and we would get this guy so fucked up that like by the end of the night for like 15 people our bill was like 150 bucks like the the guy knew we had no money but he knew that we're just a great time and whenever we came in he would be the first to just set up like the longest table possible but anyways so we go to this sushi joint and we walk in i think i think the guy's name was like fred uh maybe it was a chris i think i think his name was chris yeah his name was chris so we walked in at like, I don't know, nine, ten o'clock, and Chris sees us and instantly is like, how many you need? How many you need? And we're like, I don't know, man. I think we got like 15, 16. Like we had a pretty good squad that night. And so he sets us up and the the restaurant is packed. Like the restaurant is slammed. Like in order to get a fucking table, like you had to wait for so long. And Chris loved us so much, even though we were all underage, like mind you, we were all underage. We had no business being in this sake bomb spot. We had no business buying, buying any of these sake bombs, but he sets us up and we sit down and we're all like, we're already pretty lit at this point. And Chris goes, how many you need? And I was like, man, I don't know enough to just fill the table. I think he brought like five of those big ass like beer pitchers and then he brought like what, what was our ratio i think we did like 10 white sake like tall sake things and and we go chris chris you got to take one with us you got to take one with us and he's like i'm down i'm down let's do it so he goes in the back gets his i think he gets a couple more employees brings them out we're all lined up at this point there's like 20 sake bombs ready to go if you don't know what a sake bomb is a sake bomb is like you take like a glass of beer like a regular glass of beer fill it maybe like halfway not too high and then you take chopsticks and rest the chopsticks on on top of the lid of the glass and then you take a shot like a little shot glass and fill it with sake and you balance the shot glass on top of the sticks on top of the chopsticks and when it comes to our sake bombs everyone does them a little differently but when it comes to our sake bombs, we like to get like as rowdy as possible. And Reed, I feel like was always the one that was like, hey, I'm going to just get the get the squad firing. Just everyone follow my lead. And Reed would scream by himself in this restaurant, mind you, which is packed with people like the entire restaurant is slammed. It's, it's like a Friday or a Saturday night. I don't, I don't even remember what night it was, but it was just slammed. And Reed goes, all right, we'll just keep it a little low. We'll just keep it a little low. Just everyone follow my lead. And we're like, okay, okay, sounds good. And then Reed goes, when I say Saki, you say bomb, Saki. And everyone goes, bomb. Then Reed goes, Saki. And we go, bomb. And we slam the table. Like everyone grabs their two hands and absolutely obliterates this table Beer goes everywhere. Our pitchers fall over. So you have your chopsticks balancing the little shot glass. The whole point of the slamming of the table is to basically like remove the chopsticks and the shot glass falls in the drink and everyone grabs the drink and starts slamming the sake bomb. And I'm telling you, after like three or four of these sake bombs, you can't stand up straight. Like you are absolutely fucked up. The amount of times our friends were at this place and would have to go to the back of the bathroom and just yak like all over their toilets. We were stumbling out of there. Anyways, we got really fucked up at this sushi joint. And I remember my best friend, Ramsey. Ramsey could drink like a fish. Like this kid is nuts. And 
I remember the waitress coming over and I just, I just, you know how you have core memories. I will never, ever, ever forget this memory where the waitress came over asking us if we needed anything else. And Ramsey looks at her and by this point, we've all had quite a few sake bombs. I don't even, I don't remember, but like we were all vibing, ready to go hit these frat parties. And Ramsey goes, hey, hey. How much you want to bet I could slam this entire thing of soy sauce? <laughs> I'll never forget it. The lady goes, please don't. And Ramsey grabs this fucking soy sauce and starts slant, like starts guzzling this entire thing of soy sauce. Like down the hatch it goes. I've never seen anyone slam soy sauce in my life, let alone that fast. This kid slammed an entire like... You know the little soy sauce things with the red or green tops? Slammed the whole thing in like 10 seconds. And the waitress just stood there just in shock. Like there was nothing she could do. She wasn't going to stop this like... Ramsey's a big boy. She wasn't going to stop this like 350-pound kid from slamming a, a thing of soy sauce. And it was that moment I was like, okay, let's pay the check and get the fuck out of here because we're already looking like a bunch of dumb idiots. So we took the check. Chris hooked it up. We got it for just like next to nothing. Um, Chris, if you're watching this, I absolutely love you. Like, like shout out to you. You're like the coolest person ever. We still remember you. We still talk about you. So we finish up at the sushi joint and we were like, all right, let's go cruise up to UCLA's like frat row. So we didn't know anybody, but our whole technique was, hey, let's make friends as we're headed up there. So we could kind of just like walk in and act like we you know, we're the shit. I think Reed and I, for whatever reason, decided, hey, I think the best way to do this is to pretend that we're foreign exchange students from Australia and that we're here just for a weekend and hopefully they'll let us and our friends into their frat party. Mind you, rush week is like when they're trying out all their new like pledges and stuff. So the parties are big, but you kind of have to like be in the frat or rushing the frat or know people that are in the frat in order to get into these things. And we weren't in frats. We called ourselves like downorama guy whenever people would ask us because it was just so fucking stupid. And like people would think it's an actual frat or if they like actually heard it clearly, they'd start laughing. So we're headed up to what would be like frat row and Reed and I start just with our Australian accents and they were shit like they weren't very good but we we've done it quite a few times just because that's how we used to pick up girls and we figured guys would give us a little bit more respect because they're like oh sick my my boys from Australia like come on in you know so Reed and I were starting off and it always starts off kind of bad but eventually once you like kind of get into the character it just starts to flow and you forget about it you know, I'm sorry if you're Australian listening to this. Like, I know it's such a shit Australian accent. My best friends in high school and middle school were Australian. So I did pick up, like, some of the accent. But I feel like it's constantly going back and forth from, like, British to Australian, from British to Australians. Rhea and I are, like, walking up and we're like, oh, yeah, crack on, mate. Like, yeah, we're going to have such a fucking good time tonight. Like, can't wait. And as we're kind of, like, walking up to the, to the, uh, to the party, um... People were like, oh my God, where are you from? And we're like, oh, from, uh, we're from like uh, Melbourne, Australia. Uh, just having a great time. Like just here for the weekend, just trying to see, you know, what parties we can, we can kind of get into. And they were like, oh my God, like that's so sick. That's so sick. So we walk up to this first one and oh my gosh, it's, I can still see the gate. Like it's, it's so crazy to me how like these memories are still so ingrained like into my brain. But we're walking up 
with our squad of like 15 people there's no way we're getting into any of these fucking parties with 15 people like unless we like break off but in the back of my mind i was like there's just no chance but us being us we're just like fuck it let's just see what happens so we get up to this one i don't even remember the name of the frat but i just remember this gate reed and i were like yo boys like let us take care of this we'll you know we'll figure it out so reed and i like kind of walk up and we're like bro don't even say anything just like try to walk walk on in yeah and he was like he's like yeah yeah sounds good sounds good so we start like walking up these stairs and these two frat guys are sitting right there at the top of the stairs and they're just like they're just like hey like who do you know and we're just like oh mate just you know just just in here trying to have a party and they're like they're like what and they're like oh no no yeah we know uh we know like zach and they're like who's zach and we're like oh it's zach like what do you mean you don't know zach they're like get the fuck out of here and we're like oh man you don't want to say that with us especially when rolling with like 15 people behind us eight guys and eight girls like and the guys we're young a lot of testosterone just flowing we're all hammered like we're down to scrap so like you don't want to talk to us like that especially when you got like 350 pound rams just hammered out of his mind ready to just fucking go so we're like we're like all right mate like no worries like that's that's cool that's cool probably shit potty anyways and at that point they're like what'd you say to me and then it just turned into a whole fucking dis- like you know a whole scrap so we kind of get down to the bottom of the stairs and there's like people piling up like trying to get in this party and we turn to uh, ramsey and we're like yo ramsey you're the biggest one out of us run up these stairs just ram through everyone and just get through these guys because the gates open they're just standing there at the entrance I was like, I'll be right behind you. Reed will be right behind you. Our boy Kyle, Alec, like our whole squad. I don't even remember who was with us. And Ramsey's like, okay. And we're like, okay, cool. One, two, three. And Ramsey just starts fucking running up these stairs, man, full blast. And we're just pushing him like like a full-on freight train, just shoving this kid. And these two kids that were like mouthing off to us were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And like trying to put their hands on Ramsey. And then we're just shoving up these stairs, dude. Oh my God. Now that I talk about it, it was just so fucking stupid. But we're trying to just ram Ramsey up these stairs. And then the boys like signal to their friends who are at the top of the stairs and the friends run down. And it just turned into a whole ordeal with these guys. Like they had the upper ground. So they're like pushing us down the hill and we're trying to fight up the hill, shoving 350 pound Ramsey like up the stairs. <laughs> to get into some stupid frat party that like we don't even know the name of and well long story short i think we cut our losses on that one because it was just it was too much at this point right we're just like all kind of fighting and it's not really the party environment that we wanted so we're like oh yeah fuck this place like let's go somewhere else and reed's like yeah man like fuck you fuck you mate like this like piss off like whatever stupid things we could think of they, australians probably don't even say piss off but Anyways, we're walking, we're walking, and then we find this other party, and this one's called the Treehouse at UCLA, and it's very, very well known because it's, it's like this house, but there's this huge tree that kind of comes through it, so it looks just like a huge treehouse, like you're essentially living in a treehouse, and kind of same ordeal where it had the stairs and the gate, and Reed and I were like walking up, and there's a huge crowd of people, so you have to kind of like finagle your way into the front and of course there's like two frat guys just sitting there just like who do you know who do you know where's your chicks like and reed and i are just like uh oh like what's up mate like just trying to get in the party 
And I don't remember what lie we told him at this point, but we were fully like committed to the Australian accent. And it didn't hit me until like 20 seconds into talking with these kids that these kids were also Australian. And we were like, oh, fuck, dude. Like this is this is a recipe for disaster. They're going to call us out in two seconds. And thank goodness they had a couple drinks. And thank goodness we had a couple drinks because our liquid courage was like through the roof. Like, like I said, back in the day, like you couldn't fuck with us. Like we just went for it and there was no option B. It was just all plan A. So we're talking with these kids for a little bit and they're like, oh, you know, just, uh, just lighties, like, you know, whizzy girls, whatever. And we're like, oh, like we got all our girls over there excuse me, the accent. We're like, oh yeah, we got all the chicks over there, mate. Like, uh, but we got some of our blokes right there. And they're like, oh no, no, just chicks, just chicks. And we're like, all right. So I decide to sit next to this kid because the way that it was, it was structured is a long staircase up to the tree house. On the side, there was two pillars in which these kids were sitting. And then there was another kid standing in front, kind of like letting people in. But the two kids on the side were the ones were like, yeah, you can come, you can't, you can come, you can't. So the kid in the middle was essentially like a bouncer. So Reed and I kind of like sit on the pillars with these kids and we're like talking to them. And we were just shooting the shit for like five, 10 minutes. And our whole squad's like, dude, let's leave. Like, let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go find a new party. And we're like, no, 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 we got him. We got him. We're, we're talking with these kids, just shooting the shit. And I don't really know what was said, but I remember one point in the conversation, um, they go, they go like, what are you, what are you coming out here for? And I was just like, oh yeah, I play rugby. And they're like, oh no shit, mate. Like we play rugby at UCLA's like, like in a mural rugby team. And I was like, no fucking hell. Like that's so sick, mate. And just saying mate left and right. Cause like, that's what we thought would kind of buy us time. And so they're like, oh, that's so fucking sick, mate. Like, that's cool. Like, what, what position do you play? And I'm, like, sitting here, and I'm like, I don't even know any positions in rugby. So I was like, uh, all right, I'm a winger. I'm, on, I'm right on the outside. And they're like, oh, me too. No way. Totally pulled that out of my ass. I have no idea any position in rugby. And they were like, no fucking, like, shit, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Melbourne. And they're like, what? Me too. And they're like, where in Melbourne? And instantly I was like, bro, I don't know any places in Melbourne so I'm just I gotta change this this topic so quick so instantly I was like I was like oh bro 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 and like trying to switch the the thing to this kid who perfect timing this guy was trying to like rush into this frat party and I was like oh oh no 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 and so this kid was like turns grabs this kid and then like they're like get out of here get out of here so then he turns to me and he goes hey mate because we talked for like five ten minutes he goes hey me and my boys just want to go up and party can you and your, and your bruv um, kind of just like watch the place. And I was like, I was like, yeah, man, we got you. Don't even worry. And so he's like, all right, cool. Like, good looks, mate. Like, I'm, I'm so-and-so. I was like, cool, Eggy. Nice to meet you. Eggy, like that's some fucking name, right? So anyways, Reed and I are now sitting at the pillars with what looks like 50, 60 people trying to get in this party. And we're now bouncing a fucking frat that, I don't even know the name to. And so we're just sitting there just looking at each other like, holy fuck, man. Like, how did we get ourselves here? So at this point, we turn to all of our friends. We say, go, go, like, have a good time. You're up, you're up. Not going to lie. At this point, you're like 18, 19. Reed and I were kind of having a fun little power trip. So we just turned to all of them. We go, all right, ladies, like, ladies, go on in. Uh, uh, boyfriends, you can go the fuck home. <laughs> 
we were such dicks now looking back on it looking back at it like that is such a dick move like we just did all of that work like to let our boys in now we're telling all of the other guys like to go home like that's so fucking lame we sat there for like a solid 30 minutes just bouncing this party and we didn't know shit like girls would come up with their boyfriends be like is he is he okay like can he come with me and i just like said something fucking stupid i i was probably like i don't know like bark like a dog and if he barked i'd like let him up it was just like like i deserve everything bad that came my way after that night that night probably because i was just being so stupid but we were really nice we were really nice because we let basically like every single guy in to a party that wasn't even ours but um after a while reed and i were like yo let's go up to the party let's go see what it's all about and we're like all right cool so by this time i think one of their pledges came down and we're like oh i pledged like yeah can you can you sit here and just man the door we're gonna go upstairs and they were like they're like yeah yeah, yeah anything you need anything you need because they think at this point that we're in the frat and since they're so new into rushing they don't know everyone that that is a part of the the frat so like yeah yeah of course of course like we'll sit like like basically kissing our ass we're like yeah yeah just do this do this don't let that guy in just like some fucking stupid shit we go upstairs Reed and i because at this because at this point all of our friends are already partying for the past 20 minutes and Reed and i just still stuck with the australian accents and the whole night we were just pulling chicks left and right because we would just scoot by girls like we didn't even go up to them we would just we'd be like oh she's really cute let's go say what's up and our way of saying what's up is we would just we would like go like this try to get between them put your hand on their shoulder and just be like oh excuse me love and just keep on walking and i kid you not say what you will but nine out of ten times they would turn and be like what'd you just say and i'll be like hmm and they'd be like what'd you say and i'll be like oh i'm so i just meant i'm like i'm so sorry and they're like, where are you from? And instantly it was a connection. Like we were locked in just talking to everyone and their fucking mom because they all thought that we were Australian. It's crazy to see how far accents go. So we're sitting there and we're just like, oh yeah, we're from Melbourne. Like, yeah, which is here because we're you know trying out for the rugby team, whatever. And I, and I just couldn't believe it either. Like our accents were so fucking shit, but to us, they sounded good. Obviously, to real, true Australians, you could figure it out in 0.5 seconds. You'd be like, oh, that guy's not Australian for sure. We ended up like having some fun, you know, doing whatever we did with our whole group. And I think it came like 2, 3 in the morning. We're like, hey, let's get out of here. So we leave this party and we're like, hey, let's go to Denny's because it was like the only thing open and that's all we had money for. So we're walking over to the Denny's, which is like, I don't know, a couple blocks down the road. And Reed and I are still sticking with our Australian accents for some reason. I don't know why, but we just were. And and um, as we're walking to Denny's, these two girls at 3 a.m., you know, what are the odds? We pass by them and we're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, can't wait to get a fucking waffle and fries and whatever, whatever it was, a burger and fries. And these two girls stop and they're like, whoa, where are you guys from? And we're like, we're like, where are you from? And instantly, like, we knew. We're like, fuck, the jig is up. These girls are real Australians. And we start talking to them. And, and we're like, oh, we're from Melbourne. And they're like, you're not from, they're like, you're not from Melbourne. And we're like, yeah, no, we're from Melbourne. And they're like, we're in Melbourne. And instantly, Reed was like, where are you from? 
And they're like, we're from so-and-so, blah, 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 Sydney, this, this, that, that, that. And I was like, oh, fuck, we just met our makers. So we're going back and forth with these girls, trying to convince them that we're actually Australian when they're the actual Australians. I don't know how it got heated, but it just turned into a little bit of an argument. And we're like, we're like, oh, no, you, you fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> And they're like, you're not fucking Australian. Like, stop. So, like, quit with the accent. That's a phony accent. Like, I'm getting red, like, talking about this. But we're just like, no, you stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> they're getting so pissed. And the only thing we could do is just walk away. But we're trying to walk away. And these girls are still following us. But mind you, we still have our whole squad with us of, like, 15 people. So we finally get away from the actual Australians. And we're like, all right, dude, let's just quit with the Australian accents. And we go to Denny's. And we sit down, have our meal, and well, like I said, I deserve all of the bad shit that's coming towards me because we decided, hey man, we don't have any money for this, Denny's. Let's just dine and dash it. <laughs> so we ended up dine and dashing at Denny's. And at this point, I think like five of us went one way, five of us went another so they couldn't catch us and me and like a couple of the girls took like the long road home and then a couple of the other girls who I think ended up just coming with us from the party went another way with Ramsey and we get to the we get back to our apartment because it was all walking distance we get back to our apartment and we're sitting there for like 30 40 minutes and we're like where the hell is Ramsey? It was like Reed, myself, our buddy Kyle, like two chicks, maybe three, I don't remember. But I remember that um, there were the new girls with just Ramsey. Like Ramsey was the only guy. And so we're sitting in the apartment, like waiting to hear from Ramsey. And we're like, dude, what is taking this kid so long? And I get a call on my phone from Ramsey, a FaceTime. So I answer the phone and I was like, Ramsey, like, where are you? And as soon as I pick up, one of the girls is on the other line who I've never met before. Right. And she was like, um, hey, I don't know how to tell you this, but your friends like passed out in the middle of the street. And I'm thinking to myself, passed out in the middle of the street. What do you mean he's passed out in the middle of the street? And they're like, yeah, we can't move him. Mind you, Ramsey's like a big boy. When I say like Ramsey is a fucking huge boy, like. He's a big boy. Three little cute blonde girls. I don't expect them to move fucking 350 pound Ramsey. So I was like, wait, show me. So she grabs the phone and she'll, she turns it. And I was like, oh my God, this kid is fully stretched out like this. Like this. In the middle of Wilshire. Such a busy street. And we're like, oh fuck. I go, Reed, Kyle, we got to go. So instead, I, I, I grab the keys. We're running out of the apartment hitting the elevator like trying to close the shit as fast as we can get downstairs run out and thank god like our apartment was on wilshire run down like two huge blocks to find ramsey stretched out at this point the girls kind of like pulled him over to the side of the road so he doesn't get hit by a car and we're like ramsey like what the fuck like what are you doing ramsey is out cold now flashback to the sushi restaurant when he slammed that entire thing of soy sauce he yacked this entire thing of soy sauce all over him. I'll never forget he had a red shirt and black pants and his red shirt literally looked like the color of his pants because there was just fucking black soy sauce just all over this kid with like all over his face, all over his shirt, dripping down his pants. And we're like, Ramsey, Ramsey. I'm like slapping him on the face. He's like not waking up. I was like, oh my God, this is not good. 
So we're like, how are we going to get this kid like back to our apartment? And so we picked him up, kind of tried to carry him back to the apartment. But I'm telling you, when he's 350 pounds of like dead weight, like that's, that's not very light. Like we couldn't, we couldn't make it very far. So it was our friend Itai's idea to run back to the apartment and grab the trolley that you put suitcases on at like hotels. For some reason, like our apartment had that. So he grabs it, brings it down, like all the way down to us. And we pick Ramsey up and put him on this fucking like, like suitcase dolly and start just wheeling him up the sidewalk towards our apartment. And I remember we were like, fuck, man, we can't go through the lobby with this kid who's like passed out on a dolly. <laughs> so it was our friend's idea to take him through the garage, which was connected to the street, but you had to go like down a level. So we take him down the ramp of the garage. And I just remember we're all filming it because it was so funny, like such a core memory. We still talk about it to this day. And you just have Ramsey like flailing on the side of this fucking like gurney essentially. And his arms kind of like dragging. So I like pick up his arm and put it back on him and we're laughing hysterically because it's so funny. And these new girls that we picked up from this party are like, who the fuck are these kids? Like what is wrong with these people? And we put him in the elevator and we're like, please for the love of God, I pray that nobody like gets in this elevator as we're headed upstairs. Thank goodness. Nobody did. And we take him up to my room and pick him up. We took four dudes to pick him up and put him in my bathtub. And we kept him on his side just in case he yaks again. And the next morning, we got a call from our apartment manager because it was a big complex, like a really big complex. And they say, hey, like, we need you guys to come into our office today. And I already knew what the call was about. So I sent Reed and our buddy Kyle into the room. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't want to get roasted for this. Like I just felt like, I felt like a kid getting scolded by his parents when he's like 13 for like, I don't know, like hitting his sister or something like that. So they go downstairs and they're down there for like an hour and they come back up with paper in their hands. And I was like, what happened? How'd it go? Cause I'm freaking out. Like my heart's racing. And they're like, well, the chick's kind of a bitch. And I was like, what? Like, what happened? We're all bursting loud laughing. Apparently, they walk in and the lady was like, you guys have a fun weekend? And they're like, yeah, no, it's it cool. It was chill. And then, and she's like, what'd you do? And they're like, yeah, I just kind of like hung out, played some video games, you know, just nothing too serious. And she was like, nothing too serious, huh? And pulls out these photos from the CCTVs in the garage of us pushing Ramsey. <laughs> and this chick apparently lays out these, these three photos in front of them and goes, care to explain this? And Reed and Kyle were just like, that's not us. And she's like, oh, really? It's not. And shows another fucking photo of them zoomed in, I think like walking into our unit. <laughs> And so long story short, they just, they couldn't, you know, hold up the lie anymore. And she was like, this is never to be done ever again. Yada, yada, yada. Like you can get, um, you can get just kicked out for this. And what the hell are you guys thinking? And basically like acting like our parents just yelling at us, yelling at them, not me. Cause I wasn't there. 
And I think at the end of the meeting, when she kind of excused them, they were walking out and Reed turns and goes, what are you going to do with those photos? And she was like, I don't know. Like, she's like, I don't know. I'm throwing them out. And Reed's like, can I have those? And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, can I have them? And I guess Kyle like kind of walked over and just started collecting them and walked out of her office. And so for like a solid six months, we had taped to our refrigerator pictures of Ramsey and us pushing him all the way up fucking Wilshire Boulevard into our garage, up the elevator and into our apartment. It was it was the most just iconic, one of the most iconic nights I think we've ever had as a squad and when I tell you, like, we were absolute degens, we were absolute degens. It was just so fucking funny. Um, so, yeah, that was how we faked. Uh, that's how we kind of faked accents to get into frat parties and Ramsey's slamming a whole bunch of soy sauce and passing out in the middle of the Wilshire and our apartment complex almost kicking us out. But somehow we miraculously stayed. And it was so funny because at the end of our lease, when we had multiple noise complaints and several threats from our management of basically like not wanting to renew or kick us out somehow they were like hey do you want to renew your lease and we're just like no nah, we gotta go we gotta go i hope you slammed your wine by now i hope that you're entertained by the story i hope you had some laughs it was just such a good time kind of reliving that which was hilarious my parents know all about it every time i tell my dad the story he laughs like hysterically he even will go we'll go out to dinner sometimes and he'll be like troy troy Tell them the story about Ramsey. And I'm like, boy, do I have a story for you. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Troy Talks A Lot. Don't forget to subscribe, like this video, comment down below your favorite part. I'm probably going to go rip some shots in Cabo right now too. So anyways, I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon and uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.